Hello and welcome to Social Media Ministries. My name is Spencer Kaufman. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This is the final part of our 14-part sermon series. We've been going on this for three months now, so thank you so much for staying with us. And it has been an incredible journey. We've spoken a lot about the end times. So if you have not seen or listened to the other sermons up to this point, please check them out. They will be listed in a card here. You can also navigate to our YouTube channel to view the playlist and watch them all. And you can share them with others, talk about them with people, etc. So uh, today we're talking about the end. That's it. The end. What is going to happen? We've built up to this point for the past uh, three months now. We've spoken about the end times, Daniel's dream, uh, all the beasts in the dream and what they represent, how they unite to form this fourth beast that is, that, uh, is being fueled by the devil or the Antichrist, and then what will happen with the people groups and, and how they'll go to certain places, and then eventually uh, it'll be one world superpower against another superpower, east against the west, and the beginning of the end, and then really just the end, this fight that is going to finish off the world. And then at that point, Christ returns, slays the beast, throws him into the, the abyss, the lake of sulfur, the burning fire, and then uh, that's it. It's done. So let's dive into this. We've got the countries uh, that were in on this beast. We've got Russia and Europe, and they're made of three main countries that are represented by the three beasts in Daniel's dream. So we have uh, the lion, with the wings, which was Great Britain or United Kingdom. And then those wings got broken off and, and became their own nation of America. So we have Great Britain, United Kingdom. Then we have Russia, which is that bear. Uh, plus, we cannot forget about the three ribs that are three more nations that Russia will devour or conquer. Uh, could be part of the former Soviet Union. Could be three other nations like Iran, Syria, and uh, Turkey uh, as part of the Middle East conquest. We don't know. And then, of course, we have Germany, the leopard with its four reichs, four heads, and then France, which is part of those two wings on the back of that leopard. So they are forming together to form one huge beast like no other, and they become a fourth beast. They form one great country, great as in like great, not like as in awesome, uh, but it is kind of full of awe. So, uh, not as in good, I guess, but it's just this huge country, and we know this from a few verses that we'll reference really quickly. They join together. How do we know they join together? Well, Revelation verse uh, chapter 13, it, verse 1, I saw a beast coming out of the sea, ten horns, seven heads, ten crowns on its horns. Each head was a blasphemous name. Verse 2, the beast I saw resembled a leopard, but had feet like those of a bear and a mouth like that of a lion. The dragon gave the beast its power. That's in the next verse, so we know that the devil is behind this new beast that combines. Uh, Daniel chapter 7, verse 8. While I was thinking about the horns, there before me was another horn, a little one which came up among them, and three of the first horns were uprooted, and before it, this horn had eyes like the eyes of a man and spoke boastfully. So it's this new country that comes about and becomes this fourth beast. Let's go to verse 7. After that, in my vision at night, I looked, and there before me was a fourth beast, terrifying and frightening. 
and very powerful. It had large iron teeth. It crushed and devoured its victims and trampled underfoot whatever was left. It was different than all of the former beasts. It had ten horns. So we have this common theme here. There's ten horns which represent ten kings. We know that from the interpretation of the part in the latter half of Daniel chapter 7. We also know that because in Revelation chapter 13 it says that the ten horns had ten crowns on them. So they're ten kings. So this new beast which is a a conglomeration of all of these other beasts. What are the beasts? The beasts are really nations, so let's just switch vocabulary. The new nation that comes about because of this, or the new, yeah, new nation, uh, is a result of these other nations coming together and forming this great alliance, potentially like the United Nations, and they are ruled by ten leaders, of which three of them get ousted and one new one takes the place of that those three. So they have, this new nation has the support of these ten horns or these other ten allied countries with them. So this one beast, this one nation of uh, Europe, Great Britain, United Kingdom area, Russia, Germany, France, is one new nation, one beast that has the support of ten other allied nations with it. So how many countries are we talking about here that are going to be united together? It could be a lot. Let's just hypothetically say that we have United Kingdom, which is made up of several countries. We have Germany, we have France, we have Russia, and then we have the three other countries that Russia devours, whether it's uh, three Middle Eastern countries or whether it's like uh, part of the Baltic areas, Ukraine and, and those part of the USSR. So three more. So we have for sure eight, plus we have ten more uh, nations that are going to ally with it, part of those horns. Now, of course, some of those horns are probably from the existing, or maybe it's just one person, one leader that rules all of those other countries that form that new nation, and then nine more. We don't know. So it's for sure uh, anywhere from eight to fifteen countries nations that will come together to form this final beast and that support each other so that 10 other allied countries, the 10 horns, part of that 10 could be part of those. And I have a, a great feeling that let's say it's 10, but three of them, one for Russia, one for uh, Germany, and one for the United Kingdom, France, Germany, European Union, and one for the United Kingdom. So one, two, three, plus seven more and then eventually one horn comes out and knocks off the three and becomes one. So what would that be? That could mean that at that point in time, that one nation that started it all and allied, instead of having three leaders, Russia, uh, Germany, for example, and, and United Kingdom, instead of having three, it, it, they all merge together and get, get rid of them and one person takes over ruling that entire area and then we have of course the other horns that are there as well the other allied countries so uh, this is incredible it's very 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 big and, and and these other countries that that are allied with it they could change uh in time it could be different uh it could be we, we could be a nation that maybe a couple states merge and come up with a new name that we don't know of at this point in time uh, but the point is that there are anywhere from seven to nine other nations that could come about or, or ally together 
by the time the fourth beast is formed. We don't really know what countries will be countries at that time due to our world of, of war and conflict and people always trying to overtake others. So it could, it could all change. Remember, this is set in a time of war and strife and the multitudes of people are going to be fighting amongst themselves. So a lot of things could change at that time. But the bottom line is that virtually all of Europe and most of Asia are going to unite to destroy not only the Islamic terrorist groups, but they will, they will destroy Islam as well. Why are they going to go after Islam? It is because Islam is an Abrahamic faith. What does that mean? Well, Abraham founded, not, not really Abraham founded, but a few of the world's major religions, three major religions came from Abraham, directly from Abraham. What are they? Uh, Judaism, Islam, and Christianity all came from Abraham to, uh, as a direct descendant. Well, how, how, why do we say that? How do we say that? Well, because Abraham had a child named Ishmael, and that was a people group, and then they became Islam, and then he had a child named Isaac, that was another people group. They eventually became Jews and then Christians. So Judaism and Christianity, it's kind, they're known as the Abrahamic faiths. This isn't something I'm making up or I'm coming up with. You can type in Abrahamic faith and read all about it on, on Google or other search engine if you want. So the reason that this new beast of led by the dragon or the Antichrist is going to destroy Islam, it's very possible that this, the Antichrist is using the, the radical Islamic terrorists to help further their mission. We don't know. It, it, radical Islam, these terrorist groups that claim that religion is providing them the ability to, to commit these acts of evil, they're false. You go ask Muslim, the word Muslim or the word Islam, is, they're both derived from peace. So if you go talk to a practicing Muslim and ask them, do you believe it's okay to do all of this stuff? The majority of them are going to say no. They do not support what the terrorist groups do. Some of them are going to lie to you and say it, that they don't support it, but they do. Some of them, I mean, just it's, it's exactly like any other religion. You talk to Christians and they say, do you think it's right that this person is killing in the name of God and some people are going to say yes, some people are going to say no. But the point is that people who are out there doing that, they're not being led by their religion. Religion is really peaceful. They've distorted something. And so it's also possible that the Antichrist could be behind that distortion and is leading them astray. It's very likely because usually it's a demon or something that has a foothold in their life. And so this fact is that these radical Islamic terrorists could be a tool of the Antichrist. And then this new nation that is, that the beast, this new beast, this new country, this new nation, which is going to have the dragon behind it or the Antichrist behind it, is pushing it. So it's really like the Antichrist is getting behind all these people and causing them to fight against each other and then is creating one big world power. And so it's going to attack then the rest of the religion that isn't uh, controlled or doesn't have a, uh, a demon doesn't have a foothold on them. So it's going to wipe out the rest of Islam. And why? Because it is birthed from Ishmael. If we go to Genesis chapter 16, we would see uh, that Ishmael is one of Abraham's children. And so 
uh, we'll jump down. This is uh, the whole chapter is about Hagar and Ishmael and how uh, Abraham could not have a child with Sarah. And so Sarah's servant Hagar was given to Abraham and he, uh, she conceived and she had Ishmael. Uh, and, and the Lord says to her, go back to your mistress and submit to her. The angel added, I will increase your descendants for they will be too numerous to count. You are now with child, you will have a son, you shall name him Ishmael, for the Lord has heard of your misery. And so that is uh, Ishmael from one of the Abrahamic faiths. The next one, we continue on, uh, this fourth beast, he's, de he's attacking these descendants, these Abrahamic faiths. So if he goes after Ishmael, wipes out Islam, then where is he going to go next? Isaac. Isaac is gone, of course, but Isaac... And, and the next descendants of Abraham and Sarah have created Judaism and Christianity. So the next thing that they will do, this nation is going to be to attack Christians and Jews. And now, of course, this is no surprise and it's nothing new in history when a, uh, a nation or a people group is attacking the Jews. This has happened all the way back in Bible times. Uh, in the book of Esther, Haman tried to wipe out the Jews. Um, we have Russian leaders like Lenin and Stalin going after Jews. We have Hitler, of course, going after Jews. And so uh, this fourth beast, this new nation going after Jews is going to simply be another, another thing that happens. It's, it's part of history. It's something that they just, that for some reason, uh, the world does not like God's people. So they will go and attack the Christians and the Jews. Uh, Genesis 21, 2 and 3 is the birth of Isaac. So we'll read that quick. Sarah became pregnant and bore a son to Abraham in his old age at the very time God had promised him. Abraham gave the name Isaac to the son Sarah bore him. So Isaac and Ishmael, two uh, proponents of Abrahamic faiths, Islam, and then of course Judaism and Christianity, that's what this beast is going to start attacking and going after. So once Islam is gone, see, and the reason we say Islam is first is because of the world today. That's radical Islamic terrorists are over in the Middle East. And so what's the easiest thing for the that new nation to go after? What is the easiest way for Russia and for the United Kingdom or France, Germany to ally? It's an ally against a common enemy that is already there, prevalent, terrorism. And that's the, really one of the only things that if they allied against terrorism, that the United States would allow that to happen because they have a war on terror going as well. And so they can say, all right, fine, you guys want to join in this fight of terror, you take it on your own side and we'll, we'll kind of let it happen and we'll allow it. And they could do that and start wiping out terrorism, expand to wiping out Islam. And then of course, Israel is over there, the Jews, so they could start wiping out Jews. Then we would have an influx into the United States of these refugees of Christians that are fleeing that area because Christianity is very prevalent in Russia and Europe. And we could have the Islam religion, Muslims fleeing that area as they start getting wiped out. And then, of course, Jews fleeing that area as those nations start getting taken over as well. And so then here we will have uh, the United States as a safe haven and a refuge for the remaining people of those Abrahamic faiths. And eventually this beast will turn its focus and go after the only powerful nation left which is the United States. At that time, the end will truly have begun. The, the people of God are going to be attacked, persecuted, and slaughtered, 
If Christians are still here at that time, uh, they won't be for long. There will either be the, the, they will be pulled out and then the rest of this will run its course or Christ comes back and, and demolishes it and finishes it once and for all. You can read a lot more about that in the book of Revelations. And also, of course, Daniel. We've gone through a lot of Daniel. So I really hope that you've enjoyed this sermon series and that uh, you know now exactly what these beasts mean, what they represent, and you can pay attention to the signs of the times that will be given to us when these countries start to get together and ally, we can know what to look for next. Start looking for terrorism to be wiped out, maybe some peace, start looking for uh, this new nation to start attacking religions, start looking for an influx of refugees, start looking for uh, people uniting against the common enemy or even people turning from their ways and worshiping this new nation for a period of time while this one new king that knocked out the other three uh, is speaking this profound, proud, arrogant blasphemies and then people start worshiping that new nation or country. And then eventually uh, America says enough is enough and then it's this major war of East against West. And, and really it's a religious war. It's this antichrist beast fighting to try to wipe out Christians and Jews and Muslims. And we know that at some point, based on the rest of Revelation, that at some point the four horsemen come in, the, the corners of the earth that are, are being restrained get let loose and all kinds of natural disasters and catastrophes happen and, and we, we, we're not, we didn't get into any of these, the revelation prophecies that, that relate to the end times but they could also have representations of things and they come in and wipe out you know, a third of humanity and people are just going to start dying like crazy because of this. And when that stuff starts happening, uh, we know truly that it is the time of the end. So I, I really hope that you have enjoyed this series. Please feel free to use those share icons and those like buttons and share this with other people. Uh, communicate with them, engage in the discussion. We've got 14 different posts throughout our Facebook page, throughout Instagram, throughout YouTube that, that you can comment on and engage in. So feel free to engage in discussion on all three of them. I know that could be a lot, but feel free. Uh, just remember, please be polite and respectful of other people's thoughts, beliefs, and opinions as well. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for such a powerful sermon series. Thank you for each and every person out there who has stuck with us through these three months of excellent, excellent messages. Uh, I ask that each of them would be uh, intrigued and fueled and, and, and something inside of them would be ignited that they would dive into your word and find the correlations and, and be like a crazy person putting up a big timeline on their wall with all the strings and notes and pictures and, and everything like that, that they would really dive into this, uh, of course, within reason and then also share it with others and, and draw people in to your word and then that they would would use that as a great way to increase the kingdom of God. Please touch each and every person, give them eyes to see and ears to hear, and put a blessing upon their life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again. This has been a great series. I have really enjoyed uh, presenting it to you. I really hope you have enjoyed it. 
if it is something you've enjoyed, please comment below with some words of encouragement. Uh, for me, it has been a lot to do. It's been a lot of research. It's been you know, three months. It's more than just a 20-minute presentation. It's a lot of preparation, a lot of reading, a lot of research. So it, it's been a lot. This has been a very taxing series. Uh, please, uh, any words of encouragement would be greatly appreciated if you did, in fact, enjoy it. Also, feel free to like and share the videos and check out the links below. Uh, please continue supporting us in prayer. Uh, you can buy our t-shirts. You can uh, support us financially, any of that. All of it really, really is greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for all you do for continuing to watch and support social media ministries. God bless.